First of all, I'd like to say welcome to the More Love Moments podcast. This is the beginning of the end, the beginning and the end of something great. Ending means it will last forever. No, not just forever, now and forever. I am Maggie Morla Worsley, and I am excited and enthused about being your host of the More Love Moments show. Actually, this show was foretold to me years ago that after I came out of prison, I would host or I would be on TV. So this is a prophecy well said because it is the beginning and the ending of something great. Why do I call it the beginning and the ending? Because when I understood that I am a universe in itself and I am the star of my own universe, then, now, I am able to help others find their voice through the art of listening. Yes, listening is an art. Listening has to do with the ears, all the senses, the heart, the touch, the taste, the sight. It has to do with all the physical so that you will understand that it's not about all what you see, but it's all about what you feel. Come on, let's do this. The Pre-Love Moment Show is here to tell you that I live a magical life. A magical life. I live a magical life. A magical life. Come go with me. We live a magical life. Let's do this. Hi, this is Angel Edwards, and we're here with the creator of the More Love Moment Show, Maggie Worsley. This is my mother, my beautiful mother. And our first question we're going to start off with is asking Maggie is what inspired More Love Moments? Thank you, my beautiful daughter. This is one of the this is the day that I will remember forever. The pre More Love Moment Show. Let's talk about more love. Everybody can identify with that word, more love, because we all are more love, because we're here breathing in and breathing out. Well, the More Love Moment Show is really something that is a lifestyle for me and for everyone else, too. I'm just, this is, my daughter said I can shine today. I'm just so I thought I was an out front person, but sometimes when I get in the light, then I want to just take that light and shine it on others. But today, I'm going to shine. This is my universe. This is who I am. The More Love Moments show is really 
a foretold prophecy that was told to me while I was in a meeting with one of my friends. And she was just ministering. This lady was just ministering to everyone that was in a house meeting. And she looked over at me and said, woman of God, after you come out of prison, you will be on TV. Where at the moment we were in that meeting, so I really could not digest what she was saying. But over time, that's been about, I guess, about five years ago, five to 10 years ago. And over, over time, I have digested that. Well, when I first thought of the word prison, you know, I fluttered. It's like I was just fearful. Lord, do I have to go to prison? You know, we all have a story and we have a processing to 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 be. And I was saying, Lord, that's my first inclination was that, Lord, do I have to go to prison to do ministry? <laughs> and so over the course of time and I, you know, the, the very thought, the very fear of me going to prison, you know, I put the words in my mind and, and put them in the back of my mind because I understood that whatever we fear would come upon us. So I really didn't want to entertain that word. And so, over, like I said, over the course of time, I came one day, I was listening and this, um, it's the scripture in the Old Testament that talked about the prison of one's mind. For everyone that do not know who I am, I am the daughter of Ruby B. Worsley, and she was a lady very spiritual. I learned from a from a child that she was a very spiritual lady, and what I understood now is that she led a spiritual life, which is very much understood by most people. That you know, we say we're spiritual, but it's a lifestyle of living the way that the creator intended for us to live and, and you know, the, the, the things that are predetermined are already predetermined. But she never, she was a person that never went after material things. And I remember that about her. And I remember, I don't remember her gossiping or talking about things. It must I must have been really young when she started, when she became aware of who she was, is. And so that's the that's my life story as around spirituality, which I had no knowledge of. But but now I understand that we are spirit beings. So the More Love Moment show is about me and my development of love and how I thought that I knew what the word love meant. I thought I was a loving person until I read first Corinthians first Corinthians chapter thirteen about love is kind. And I had to stop there. I couldn't read any further because I wasn't kind. And so over, so I understood if, if the Bible said love is kind, that I really had to make some adjustments and some major adjustments in my life about demonstrating kindness. And, that, and little did I understand that that kindness should have started with me. But I, because of my ignorance, I started being kind to everybody else but myself. And, and um, I don't digress into um, letting that um, stop me from or thinking negatively about that because everybody has to start somewhere. 
And I know now to be kind to myself yeah. in every moment and every time, regardless of whether I think my decisions are the best or not. I've learned today that more love is needed <laughs> at every moment in our lives. In every moment, more love is needed. So as I began to show that kindness to everyone, starting in my home, my husband at the time, I began to have children and I had nine and I began to understand really what the word love is all about. I think we misuse that word a whole lot. And I'm included, <clears throat> but that's why I'm here today to rectify that or just to exemplify that love is more than what you think. Yeah. <laughs> love is, is more of a feeling. Love is not a word. A noun is a verb. Action. Yes, it's a verb. We say we love each other. And now I get to the point now, if you say you love, I'm really watching you <laughs> to really, you know, not to just judge you, but because I've developed a realness and authentication about the word love, I really want to, you know, help. I wanted to help myself now. I want to help others to understand what more love is all about. And every time you on your journey and you and you start living and exhibiting the things that you are talking about, now you are ready to teach that thing. It has to be a part of your lifestyle because then it makes it more effective to the listener, not only to the presenter, but the listener. It makes it more effective when I talk about things that I live, so to, so to speak. So that's why we're here today. And I'm looking in the face of my beautiful daughter, who is such an example of, of what has transpired in my life. You know, um, I say it like this. We are evolving at every moment. And my first child, you know, I just told you, I didn't know what love was about, but I showed her the love that I that I knew, knew at, that at that time, but to from my first child to my last child, I could see how I evolved, and my relationship with each child got better and better and better. And I have to say that because sometimes when when uh, we have sometimes children and everybody can, they say because my mother said this too. She said, "Well, sometimes we think people love one person more than they love the other." But it's not. It's that we have may have had more involvement. We may have exchanged more transactions between each other in situations. And that's what has happened. Um, I don't love my daughter here more than I love my first daughter. But it's my love developed. <laughs> I grew in love. Yeah. And being the last child that I, I can say, you brought me to a place of self-awareness. So I knew that you had had to have been growing as a person because um, our, our dynamic and our relationship is totally different. Than the other children. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like we, we make sure that we don't give up on each other. And mm -hmm. We keep pressing mm -hmm. forward with our relationship no matter how we feel about each other yeah. at that Ooh. moment. Girl, get me emotional here. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, that's all I had to say about that. Continue. Oh, okay. And and so I maybe seem like I'm a little rambling, 
but this is how I want to leave my voice in the world that is really authentic at the moment. It's really what I really feel and it's really true that what I'm saying so that others that know me and don't know me can get some insight or gather some value out of what I'm saying and go and take that value into their own homes because this is not just something that we're doing, but we we believe that this was predetermined for our lives, the processing. And, you know, there's a knowing that this is this is our destiny. <laughs> so um, the More Love Moment show, like I said, is out of the mind of a creator that you and I are getting to know as we get to know each other. Because there are things I want to say that I've learned, but I'm not going to say certain things. Maybe that's just my limiting beliefs that are talking. So we are a, we are a conglomerate of everything that we are, our weaknesses and our strengths. So I'm not saying that I made it anywhere, <laughs> but I'm just aware of the moment now. And the more that I know, the more I find out there's so much more to know. So, you know, it's a journey and it's a mystery. And, you know, so say you just knew everything that was going to happen. That takes the joy out of it sometimes. That takes the excitement. That take that may take, you know, when you get up every morning and you set your intentions and you're open-minded, you don't know what may happen that day, you know. So that's the excitement of life because I believe that we were put here to enjoy this journey, to enjoy this life. And now that I understand the power and authority that we as individuals have in the earth, I just want to share my value and make sure everybody else understands their value. And, and we were created in the image of each other. We have the same image and likeness. So we have the potential to be like those stars in the sky, like the moon, like the sun. That's my friend. They're our friends. <laughs> and so when we get up, you know, if we think, and that's what awareness comes about when we are aware that we are part of a whole and not just humanity, but nature too. All the plants and all the other animals. <laughs> and it's that, that we are all a part of this big old world. So I get up in the morning now, I could go to say, oh, thank you, sun, for shining on me. Thank you, wind. Thank you, trees, for bring, for giving us the oxygen. Everything has a purpose in this earth. And I don't look at it now as being separate and apart. That's where more love came in. I was always thought I never fit in. Seemed like in, in my county, in my city, and I was feeling alone. Little did I know, I thought I was looking for something or someone outside of me. But now, as far as spiritual awareness, I was looking for me. <laughs> and so it takes more love to see yourself. Yes, it does. You can see everybody else's and whatever we want to call them. We have so many concepts and ideas about words and language. But when I understood that that I am, I am that I am. <laughs> Somebody can identify with that. 
and some may not, but you will. Because everything that a person says or I'm saying today, you may not identify, but there's something in it that you can identify with to bring you to a place of wholeness. That word wholeness and that word came to me a little um, about three to four years ago. I was in the Crossroad Homeless uh, Community Shelter for homeless and that word homeless. Now, you know, I did not want to be called homeless because <laughs> I came from a place of, of middle class. What we say always had cars and always had food and clothing, always had the things that I needed and then to be able to to really go into a shelter for the homeless and when I understood the definition of homeless you know what I'm saying I'm not homeless now I could I got family all around in the city I got I had family right down the street but ho- that was not the meaning of homeless homeless what do, can you tell, can you, what do you, what do you define the word as homeless means, uh, Angel? I mean, exactly what it says, homeless. You don't have a home. <laughs> so I literally did not have a home that I could call my home. And I see that term, thank you, because I see that term now. If, Angel, if you had a place to, to stay and, and you had a home, a place, a shelter, and you said to me, Mom, if I got a if I got a place to stay, you have a place to stay. That would that was be that would be more inviting and I, that would cause me to maybe feel like, oh my gosh, I would feel right at home or right, you know, I would feel secure and no You wouldn't feel like an outsider right. in, in a place just any build any building. Right. <laughs> and that's what I was feeling. I had nowhere that I could say I felt that that word feeling that I felt that I was wanted there or needed there or accepted amongst my family. Can you imagine feeling like that? Yes, I can. Oh, oh my God. So you can't identify with me with that. Yes. And so I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't feel like I belong anywhere. Oh my goodness. And so that's the journey that we're all on. That place where we feel whole. And now I'm in that place. I'm, 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 don't get me wrong. I'm still getting to know this place of fulfillment, this place of wholeness, this place of acceptance, because it first had to start with me. I had to accept myself, my flaws. My goodness, what we call in business strengths and weaknesses, I had to accept those things. And that was one of the things when I did, when I went to the small business administration to to start a business. And so they gave you this app, this uh, big package to fill out. And that was one of the first things that they asked. One of the first questions that they asked was, what are your strengths and weaknesses? Okay, what are your what are your strengths and weaknesses? Now I think I wrote down about one or two, maybe one or two strengths, but when it came to weaknesses, <laughs> I didn't have any. Now can I tell you that that was the true self? 
There is no weakness. Amen to that. Oh my God. Do you understand? I was tapping into something I was not aware of. And today I've come to that conclusion. Oh, because I wonder why I, I didn't know. In, because when he created us, we were created in his likeness and image. And there's a scripture in the Bible that says his weakness are, are stronger than men. There is, oh my God, there is no weaknesses in we as spiritual beings. Because they are used either way, whatever whatever the situation is. If you can, if you look at it as a weakness, and if you really look at the situation, you. It, it's being used in some magnitude to bring you back to that to <laughs> yes. that quote unquote strength. Yes, weaknesses are our strengths, and the 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 what the relative the relativity of living in out up down good bad. It's like all of that is just it's one. It's one. It's all inclusive. So I'm so glad that. The word, the word language that we use to communicate, we have to, I heard this young guy yesterday on a YouTube, I'm going to call his name because I don't think he minds, his name is Albright, and he made the statement that doubt everything <laughs> that you've been told, that would cause you to search and research uh-huh. as children, because as a child, you had to research and discover everything, so he said, if you, at this point, doubt everything you've been told. And that'll help you study because there's a scripture that says study to show yourself approved. And that's what I've done with the More Love Moment show. So I am qualified, certified, Mm -hmm. PhD in living. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Not in man's living, PhD in lifestyle, PhD in life experiences to say what I'm able to, what I'm able to say right now. I think, I think. Uh, everybody that has been in my life and to help me get to this point, and that's everybody, okay? Yeah. Even the ants, even the insects, everything and everybody that has been in my life. And this pre More Love Moment show is here for you. Come go along with us, come go along with um, my family. And if you see us out on the street, you best believe that we're going to show you the love because. Love starts at home. Love starts where you are. Love starts with loving everything and everybody, even the roaches. <laughs> <laughs> love is love. Yeah. Love is love. Okay. And so thank you for listening. And thank you, Angel, for doing this interview with me. I appreciate it very much. Thank you for thank being you. who you are. Say. Hi, this is Angel Edwards, and we're here with the creator of the More Love Moment Show, Maggie Worsley. This is my mother, my beautiful mother. And our first question we're going to start off with is asking Maggie is what inspired More Love Moments? Thank you, my beautiful daughter. This is one of the this is the day that I will remember forever. The pre-More Love Moment Show. Let's talk about more love. Everybody can identify with that word, more love, because we all are more love, because we're here breathing in and breathing out. Well, the More Love Moment Show is really something 
that is a lifestyle for me and for everyone else too. I'm just, this is, my daughter said I can shine today. I'm just so, I thought I was an out front person, but sometimes when I get in the light, then I want to just take that light and shine it on others. But today I'm going to shine. This is my universe. This is who I am. The More Love Moments show is really a foretold prophecy that was told to me while I was in a meeting with one of my friends. And she was just ministering. This lady was just ministering to everyone that was in a house meeting. And she looked over at me and said, woman of God, after you come out of prison, you will be on TV. Where at the moment we were in that meeting, so I really could not digest what she was saying. But over time, that's been about, I guess, about five years ago, five to ten years ago. And over, over time, I have digested that. Well, when I first thought of the word prison, you know, I fluttered. It's like I was just fearful. Lord, do I have to go to prison? You know, we all have a story and we have a processing to 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 be. And I was saying, Lord, that's my first inclination was that, Lord, do I have to go to prison to do ministry? <laughs> and so over the course of time and I, you know, the, the very thought, the very fear of me going to prison, you know, I put the words in my mind and, and put them in the back of my mind because I understood that whatever we fear would come upon us. So I really didn't want to entertain that word. And so, over, like I said, over the course of time, I came one day, I was listening and this, um, it's the scripture in the Old Testament that talked about the prison of one's mind. Uh, for everyone that do not know who I am, I am the daughter of Ruby B. Worsley. And she was a lady very spiritual. I learned from a, from a child that she was a very spiritual lady. And what I understood now is that she led a spiritual life, which is very much understood by most people that, you know, we say we're spiritual, but it's a lifestyle of living the way that the creator intended for us to live and, and you know, the, the, the things that are predetermined are already predetermined, but she never, she was a person that never went after material things. And I remember that about her. And I remember, I don't remember her gossiping or talking about things. It must I must've been really young when she started, when she became aware of who she was, is. And so that's the that's my life story as around spirituality, which I had no knowledge of. But but now I understand that we are spirit beings. So the More Love Moment show is about me and my development of love and how I thought that I knew what the word love meant. I thought I was a loving person until I read first Corinthians first Corinthians chapter thirteen about love is kind. And I had to stop there. I couldn't read any further because I wasn't kind. And so over, so I understood if, if the Bible said love is kind, that I really had to make some adjustments and some major adjustments in my life about demonstrating kindness. 
and that and little did I understand that that kindness should have started with me. But I, because of my ignorance, I started being kind to everybody else but myself. And, and um, I don't digress into um, letting that um, stop me from or thinking negatively about that because everybody has to start somewhere. And I know now to be kind to myself yes. in every moment and every time, regardless of whether I think my decisions are the best or not, I've learned today that more love is needed <laughs> at every moment in our lives. In every moment, more love is needed. So as I began to show that kindness to everyone, starting in my home, my husband at the time, I began to have children and I had nine and I began to understand really what well, the word love is all about. I think we misuse that word a whole lot, and I'm included. <clears throat> but that's why I'm here today, to rectify that or just to exemplify that love is more than what you think. Yeah. <laughs> love is, is more of a feeling. Love is not a word. A noun is a verb. Action. Yes, it's a verb. We say we love each other. And now I get to the point now, if you say you love, I'm really watching you <laughs> to really, you know, not to just judge you, but because I've developed a realness and authentic authentication about the word love, I really want to, you know, help. I wanted to help myself. Now I want to help others to understand what more love is all about. And every time you on your journey and you and you start living and exhibiting the things that you are talking about, now you are ready to teach that thing. It has to be a part of your lifestyle because then it makes it more effective to the listener, not only to the presenter, but the listener. It makes it more effective when I talk about things that I live, so to, so to speak. So that's why we're here today, and I'm looking in the face of my beautiful daughter, who is such an example of, of what has transpired in my life. You know, um, I say it like this, we are evolving at every moment. And my first child, you know, I just told you, I didn't know what love was about, but I showed her the love that I that I knew at that time, but to from my first child to my last child, I could see how I evolved and my relationship with each child got better and better and better. And I have to say that because sometimes when, when uh, we have sometimes children and everybody can, they say, because my mother said this too, she said, well, sometimes we think people love one person more than they love the other. But it's not. It's that we have may have had more involvement. We may have exchanged more transactions between each other in situations, and that's what has happened. Um, I don't love my daughter here more than I love my first daughter. But it's my love developed. <laughs> I grew in love. Yeah. And being the last child that I, I can say, you brought me to a place of self-awareness. So I knew that you had had to have been growing as a person 
because our our dynamic and our relationship is totally different than the other children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we we make sure that we don't give up on each other and mm-hmm. we keep pressing mm-hmm. forward with our relationship no matter how we feel about each other yeah. at that Ooh, moment. Girl, get me emotional here. <laughs> but that's all I had to say about that. Continue. Oh, okay. And and so I maybe seem like I'm a little rambling, but this is how I want to leave my voice in the world that is really authentic at the moment is really what I really feel. And it's really true that what I'm saying so that others that know me and don't know me can get some insight. I'll gather some value out of what I'm saying and go and take that value into their own homes because this is not just something that we're doing, but we, we believe that this was predetermined for our lives, the processing and you know, there's a knowing that this is this is our destiny. <laughs> so um the Mula Moment show, like I said, is out of the mind of a creator that you and I are getting to know as we get to know each other. Because the things I wanna say that I've learned, but I'm not gonna say certain things. Maybe that's just my limiting beliefs that are talking. So we are a, we are a conglomerate of everything that we are, our weaknesses and our strengths. So I'm not saying that I made it anywhere, <laughs> but I'm just aware of the moment now. And the more that I know, the more I find out there's so much more to know. So, you know, it's a journey and it's a mystery. And, you know, so say you just knew everything that was going to happen. That takes the joy out of it sometimes. That takes the excitement. That take that may take, you know, when you get up every morning and you set your intentions and you're open-minded, you don't know what may happen that day, you know? So that's the excitement of life because I believe that we were put here to enjoy this journey, to enjoy this life. And now that I understand the power and authority that we as individuals have in the earth, I just want to share my value and make sure everybody else understands their value. And, and we were created in the image of each other. We have the same image and likeness. So we have the potential to be like those stars in the sky, like the moon, like the sun. That's my friend. They're our friends. (laughs) And so when we get up, you know, if we think, and that's what awareness comes about when we are aware that we are part of a whole and not just humanity, but nature too. All the plants and all the other animals. (laughs) And it said that we are all a part of this Big old world. So I get up in the morning now. I could go to say, oh, thank you, sun, for shining on me. Thank you, wind. Thank you, trees, for bring, for giving us the oxygen. Everything has a purpose in this earth. And I don't look at it now as being separate and apart. That's where more love came in. I was always thought I never fit in. Seemed like in, in my county, in my city, and I was feeling alone. Little did I know, I thought I was looking for something or someone outside of me. But now, as far as spiritual awareness, I was looking for me. <laughs> That's 
And so it takes more love to see yourself. Yes, it does. You can see everybody else's and whatever we want to call them. We have so many concepts and ideas about words and language. But when I understood that that I am, I am that I am. (laughs) Some may can identify with that and some may not, but you will. Because everything that a person says or I'm saying today, you may not identify, but there's something in it that you can identify with to bring you to a place of wholeness. That word wholeness and that word came to me a little um, about three to four years ago. I was in the Crossroad Homeless uh, Community Shelter for homeless and that word homeless. Now, you know. I did not want to be called homeless because <laughs> I came from a place of, of middle class, what we say, always had cars and always had food and clothing, always had the things that I needed. And then to be able to, to really go into a shelter for the homeless. And when I understood the definition of homeless, you know what I'm saying? I'm not homeless now. I, could, I got family all around in the city. I got. I had family right down the street, but ho- that was not the meaning of homeless. Homeless. What? Do, can you tell? Can you? De- what do you? What do you define the word as homeless means, uh, Angel? I mean exactly what it says. Homeless. Like you don't have a home. <laughs> so I literally did not have a home that I could call my home. Because, and I see that term. Thank you, because I see that term now. If Angel, if you had had a place to to stay and and you had a home, a place, a shelter, and you said to me, "Mom, if I got a if I got a place to stay, you have a place to stay." That would that was be that would be more inviting, and I, that would cause me to maybe feel like, "Oh my gosh, I would feel right at home, or right, you know, I would feel secure." And you wouldn't feel like an outsider right. in, in the place, just any build, any building. <laughs> right, and that's what I was feeling. I had nowhere that I could say I felt that that word feeling, that I felt that I was wanted there or needed there or accepted amongst my family. Can you imagine feeling like that? Yes, I can. Oh, oh my God. So you can't identify with me with that. Yes. And so I wasn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't feel like I belong anywhere. Oh my goodness. And so that's the journey that we're all on. That place where we feel whole. And now I'm in that place. I'm, 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 don't get me wrong. I'm still getting to know this place. Of fulfillment, this place of wholeness, this place of acceptance, because it first had to start with me. I had to accept myself, my flaws, my goodness, what we call in business strengths and weaknesses. I had to accept those things. And that was one of the things when I did, when I went to the small business administration to to start a business and so they gave you this app this uh big package to fill out and that was one of the first things that they asked one of the first questions that they asked was 
What are your strengths and weaknesses? Okay, what are your what are your strengths and weaknesses? Now, I think I wrote down about one or two, maybe one or two strengths, but when it came to weaknesses, <laughs> I didn't have any. Now, can I tell you that that was the true self? There is no weakness. Oh my God. Do you understand? I was tapping into something I was not aware of. And today I've come to that conclusion. Oh, because I wonder why I, I didn't know. In, because when he created us, we were created in his likeness and image. And there's a scripture in the Bible that says his weakness are. are stronger than men there is oh my god there is no weaknesses in we as spiritual beings because they are used either way whatever whatever the situation is if you can if you look at it as a weakness and if you really look at the situation you it's being used in some magnitude to bring you back to that (laughs) to that quote-unquote strength yes weaknesses are our strengths and the 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 what the relative the relativity of living in out up down good bad it's like all of that is just one it's one it's all inclusive so i'm so glad that the word the word language that we use to communicate we have to i heard this young guy yesterday on a YouTube. I'm going to call his name because I don't think he mind. His name is Albright. And he made the statement that doubt everything <laughs> that you've been told. That would cause you to search and research mm-hmm. as children. Because as a child, you had to research and discover everything. So he said, if you, at this point, doubt everything you've been told. And that'll help you study because there's a scripture that says study to show yourself approved. And that's what I've done with the More Love Moment show. So I am qualified, certified, mm-hmm. PhD in living. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Not in man's living, PhD in lifestyle, PhD in life experiences to say what I'm able to what I'm able to say right now. I think I think uh everybody that has been in my life and to help me get to this point and that's everybody okay yeah. even the ants even the insects everything and everybody that's been in my life and this pre more love moment show is here for you come go along with us come go along with um my family and if you see us out on the street you best believe that we're going to show you the love because Love starts at home. Love, love starts where you are. Love starts with loving everything and everybody, even the roaches. <laughs> <laughs> love is love. Yeah. Love is love. Okay. And so thank you for listening. And thank you, Angel, for doing this interview with me. I appreciate it very much. Thank you for thank being you. who you are. <laughs>